DWN Productions THC Podcast Sponsored by Fast Custom Shits Halloween Spooktacular <laughs> How is your week ghoulish I hope If ghoulish means sucks Yes, 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 indeed. This week has sucked quite a bit. All I've done seemingly is work, which is good. But it seems, Tom, that the easiest of jobs always give me the most trouble. So I've been quite <laughs> pissed lately for something that should, something I should have been able to knock out in my first year of business. It's just kicking my ass and I keep fucking it up. And I am not, not pleased not pleased, Tom. How it always seems that's how it goes. And then there's only one thing, so there's nothing you can do to cover it up. Nope. I've got a pile, a pile of scrap shirts now. <laughs> so if you're homeless, swing by the shop and get a slightly crooked shirt or one where the ink just kind of caked into the web and screwed up and i had to do a bunch of other ones just to get the ink out of there yeah yeah fun stuff fun stuff it would appear you have something on your face yes uh i've been doing some henchman work but uh we'll get into that later i think they call it henching in the industry you see but no, I've also had another shit week, but uh, after today, I will have all the Halloween orders done, and they will be shipped and out the door tomorrow, or the ghouls and goblins to get it in time, knock on wood. <laughs> These aren't actually Halloween orders. They're just orders I wanted to get done before Halloween. <laughs> it's gonna be hard for me to see my list. Me too. So I was hoping this week, because uh, uh, tomorrow I'm headed on the road. I'm going to Houston. Saturday I'll be at the Houston Horror Film Festival Halloween Hullabaloo Pop-Up. And, uh, I thought, you know, I'm pretty good shape at work right now. I should be getting out of there at about five today. Nope. Nope. Not at all. I thought, you know, I could take Friday off and just take my time and then get on the road. Nope. I'll be at the shop in the morning trying to knock shit out, trying to finish some stuff up that's giving me a bit of trouble, Tom. And then because that shit gave me trouble, I'm behind on another job. But fuck it. It'll get done. And then I'm getting on the road. I'm glad glad to be getting away for just a few days are you going to check out Corey Heyman's Hallelujah Spectacular 
Uh, I don't know. I think that's after hours of the show, maybe. And you just want to get the fuck out of it. Yeah, I'm just going to, as soon as the show's done, I'm packing up and I'm headed down to to Corpus. (laughs) Don't drink and drive and remember. Oh, no. Some water. No, I think, uh, yeah, maybe just an edible or two, but no drinking. (laughs) Okay. I think I think you handle that a little worse. <laughs> Maybe. Who would have thought talking like that hurts my head? I would have thought that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, this is gonna... I can't even see the desk. Joe? Can't even see my spider sign here. Like <laughs> onto their shirt. <laughs> oh fuck! Give me a minute. I can't see my list. God damn it! Where's my lantern? <laughs> fuck! You could talk, Joe. I'm looking for something. Fuck. So, Tom, what'd you watch? I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I've watched uh, not as much as I'm used to for the uh, for the Halloween season, or as Tom calls it, the spooky season. <laughs> Well, Joe, I watched a lot of the Legend of Sleepy Hollow adaptations. Have you ever? I'm not talking like that anymore because it hurts. God damn it. Come on, Joe. Man. Do it for the show, Tom. Hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's this goddamn band. I don't think so because this is a DWN Productions mask. I think it's just my doing that stupid voice pulling the muscles in my fucking head. Anyways, you ever heard of the legend of Sleepy Hollow? I have. I've heard. That's a, uh, that is a novella. Of course, they didn't call it that at the time by uh, Washington Irving. What a fucking prick name. (laughs) I would, uh, I would consider it folk horror. I don't know about you, but. I definitely would. This was this is probably the most famous folk horror story, Joe. Well, there is uh, an animated adaptation of it on the All the Haunts VRs box set. Oh shit! I didn't even see that one. It's one of the special features. Did you see it? Yeah, I talked about it a few <laughs> two months back. <laughs> I remember that. Well, Joe, I uh, we had a list a couple weeks ago, and it was uh, Halloween viewing recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I took one of my recommendations to heart, and I went back and rewatched the Disney classic, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Not as good as I remember there, Joe. There's well, he, about <laughs> He's a dancing motherfucker in that one, right? 
Yeah, lots of singing, lots of dancing, maybe only about a, a minute of combined spooktacular imagery. Yeah. But I mean, if you're a Bing Crosby fan, then this is an absolute must watch. And I know you enjoy smacking women around, so this one might be right up your alley. And the drinking and everything. But uh yeah, didn't didn't hold up too well for me. Probably because the last time I seen it was when I was the child. So I don't know if I'll be going back and watching this adaptation anytime soon, but you know. We like singing and dancing and Disney shit. And about a, a good, I don't know, I think a minute's being kind of, kind of kind saying there's a, a minute of spooktacular imagery. Maybe a good 46 seconds. So so this one's always partnered up with the uh, uh, frog and Mr. Toad for some reason, right? Yeah, I'm guessing because they're both pretty short. I watched it on the YouTube, though. So what are you looking at? You're looking at spooktacular imagery from Ichabod Crate and the Headless Horseman? I am. <laughs> There's a lot of good stills there to sell the movie, but, uh, you know, it just didn't really hold up for the old Tomster. Yeah, so, you know, I think the, the one that's on that... Uh... That all the haunts be ours box set I, and that one i don't know if that played on pbs or what but i remember it from from my childhood tom and uh and it's pretty good the animation style is all wonky and shit, but i dig it well joe you know what else needs to be dug what is that tom a grave for Rankin and or Bass. Rest in empowerment. I forgot to check out which one. But it's still ghoulish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, and we didn't even mention Mad Monster Party on our recommendation. We didn't. I thought week. about that one later on in the week, too. It's like, oh, shit, man. That's a good one. You stupid fucking bitch. Why didn't you think of that fucking shit? But yeah, if you, you still got time, damn it. Now, a Rankin and Bass Halloween uh, special episode, maybe, that I really wouldn't recommend. This one goes back to my childhoods again. I think the first time I seen this was in elementary school. That fat bitch wheeling the TV out that should have fell on her. And... Uh, I think this was called Storybook Classics or some shit, but there was one called Jack O'Lantern, and it's surprisingly about a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard the classic fairy tale Jack O'Lantern? Because I guess this is what the this uh, series was based off of was classic fairy tales. Well, I remember there was a cartoon about the story of the Jack O'Lantern. Yes, but I don't remember it very well well in this one a leprechaun turns himself into a pumpkin seed so he can hibernate for the winter as leprechauns do so naturally it turns into a pump 
pumpkin, Joe, because that's what happens when you plant a seed. So this pumpkin comes to life, a couple kids in a barn with their goat and cow and maybe a sheep uh, get spooked by this pumpkin that comes to life and puts himself on a scarecrow. And uh, these kids are just like, damn it, leprechaun, scarecrow, genie, we need a wish. And our wish is to get the crops to grow because we keep getting this frost that's killing all our fucking crops. And he says, oh, Bagora, and shit like that. And it turns out it's not a frost giant, Joe, but it's a witch and her homosexual brother putting spells on the dirt so nothing can grow, even though this pumpkin was able to grow. But remember, it wasn't a pumpkin. It was a leprechaun disguising himself as a seed. And then they beat the witches, and they all live happily ever after, probably eating fucking potatoes and cabbage and shit. Some of the imagery is pretty cool. Another one from the old childhood, but uh, maybe if you have kids, watch it with them, but they'll probably say, what the fuck? This is animated like fucking shit, you fuck, and you're making me watch this? And then you're going to have to take those little bastards up to the bathroom, not to molest them, but to wipe their mouth out with soap for having such a filthy fucking mouth. And that, Joe, was Jack-O-Lantern. Rest in empowerment, Rankin and or Bats. Were you able to watch anything, Joe? I did. Uh, when I got home today, I got on the old YouTube, um, and I just looked Halloween special. <laughs> and there was one thing that had like 380 Halloween specials. <laughs> scooting through those, I'm like, huh, The Grinch had a sequel. How about that? And uh, going through more and more, and it all looks like crap. And then I came across one I'd already seen, but I thought I'd revisit it. And that was Wishbone. And Fuck. Wishbone's interpretation of the legend of Sleepy Hollow. I was going to watch it, goddammit. Yeah. If you're familiar with Wishbone, part of it takes place in real time, you know, real life. You know, with Wishbone helping out his uh, buddy, his master there, his boy, he calls him. And uh, the other half is Wishbone reenacting of classic literature. So it just so happens this is a Halloween episode, and he is portraying Ichabob Crane. And like <laughs> Ichabob, Wishbone <laughs> likes to eat. Yep. And he's trying to seduce Miss uh, Carruthers or whatever the girl's name is. <laughs> Katrina, maybe? Maybe, Christina, something like that. <laughs> you know, and he's, you know, he's kind of a prick with his knowledge and everything, you know. And the bruiser that comes along, I don't know what his name is, Gaston, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, that guy's just trying to get laid and old Ichabob, Wishbone, he's being just a cock-blocking son of a bitch. Brom Bones. Brom Bones. There you go. Whole Brahms. Uh, yeah. Wishbone. Brom Bone. Yeah. So what they do is they put the, pull the old bamboozle on Ichabob Wishbone at the end, you know, and kind of scare him. Because there really is no headless horseman, Tom. 
but it just goes to show you how powerful stories can be. <laughs> We're the headless horsemen, Tom. We are. It's a gateway into the imagination. Yeah, but I got to say that wishbone is pretty cute. <laughs> Speaking of ranking and best, rest and empowerment wishbone, I'm 100% sure. <laughs> yeah. Lisa tells me they used to film that in a studio like a couple of streets down. In Dallas? In, in Allen. So that's oh, Allen's sure. claim to fame, wishbone. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Yeah, and after oh, after the uh, interpretation of Legend of Sleepy Hollow, they show you some behind the scenes. They're just they whipping you, the dog to do shit, yelling at it. They show you what a gaffer does and what a, uh, I don't know, some of those other people that do the lights and shit. So if you want to know about filmmaking, you know, fuck watching... <laughs> Rob Zombie talk about his fucking shit for two hours or, or Robert Rodriguez's film school. Just watch the ends of Wishbone. And you get the not real deal. Not just any film school, but five minute film school. Yeah, because you're not going to make a movie for fucking Fox or Universal or anything. You're going to make something like Wishbone that maybe if you're lucky will come out on PBS, but you ain't going to be that lucky. You amateur filmmaker going to stay amateur forever. Forever. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> oh shit speaking of which you reminded me i gotta send something off but that's neither here nor there uh did you watch anything else on this special did someone say treats <laughs> yeah sure i do a trick you got a treat <laughs> good one good play on words there wishbone it's trick or treat well, anyway all tricks, no treats. Did you watch anything else, Tom? Fuck yeah, but it's so goddamn dark in here and I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> you didn't bring a torch? I do, but it's fucking... <laughs> a torch. For those of you that only. <laughs> it's what they call the a flashlight. Three, though. In England. Oh, shit, mate. Fuck, I can't even read this. God damn it. And that's not because of the lighting. He's just a bit Joe, of a... I watched a movie called Sleepy Hollow High. It's not about mouse dicking, but it's about 30-year-old high school kids. This takes place in the late 90s and they all look like fucking stereotypes. It sucks. I think I just broke the goddamn lantern handle. <laughs> Fuck. You did. You I can't hope... see it, but you did. <laughs> Enjoy your time with Rankin and Bass and Wishbone Lantern. Just get some popcorn from here. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like my face. <laughs> so, uh, a bunch of fucking punk ass kids who detention doesn't work for. The principal says, Gosh darn it, I had enough with you non fucking detention learning fucks. 
So now I'm going to have you clean up the woods behind the school. Little do they know there's a guy in a pumpkin mask and he's going to kill them. And it fucking sucks, Joe. Would not recommend. Sleepy Hollow High. Fuck you. No bueno. And then, oh, fuck, I got to turn the Broken Lantern back on. God damn it. Hmm. I watched an adaptation of Sleepy Hollow with Jeff Goldblum. Did you know there was one? I kind of remember there being one, but I never saw it. It takes place in the fucking snow. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you turn this into a Christmas movie, Jeff Goldblum? Why? My mother enjoyed it and had a few laughs. As for me, this was the legend of Sleepy Hollow. And it legend of snowy yes the legend of snowbanks fuck you it might have been okay if you got rid of that snow but you go in to watch a fucking pumpkin faced idiot movie and it takes place on december 23rd fuck you mr gold bloom <laughs> Was that made for TV or something? I'm sure it was. I thought it was funny that they cast Mr. Goldboob. Mr. Goldboob, I said. Goldbloom is his name. I thought it was funny that they cast him because he has a big nose like the cartoon character, Joe. And a long neck and Adam's apple. I think they might have been anti-Semites. Now let's see what next spooktacular adaptation I've seen. What the fuck does that say? Oh my god. Joe, this was fun, but I'm going to have to turn this light on and see if this helps anything. <laughs> Talk to them for a minute, please. Tom's busy turning on the light right now. He had this gimmick all planned out, but didn't work because he didn't practice it ahead of time. He didn't think, hey, I need to get out my glow-in-the-dark pen and use that so I can read in the dark. But, uh, wow, now his mask looks orangey. And that other lighting, it looks white, like it was a skull pumpkin. Now, this glows in the dark. Oh, yeah. that says Disney Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. I, I thought I was like, what the fuck? But we already talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Night of the Headless Horseman. This was a late 90s, maybe early 2000s, spectacular-looking CG animated special that premiered on the Fox Network 
Are you uh, familiar with the show Reboot? Reboot, no. Cool. Oh, well, you won't get the uh, reference then. Joe, let me just say this was the very early days of uh, CG where all the characters are blocky and fucking ugly. Uh, the character designs in this made me want to fucking puke. It was very hard to look at just because of the quality of the animation. However, I liked it. All that shit aside, it's a decent adaptation. It is spooktacular, but uh, it's just hard to look at. But it's a nice time capsule of the time. I'm glad that, you know, it's around. And, uh, oh, my God, where's that thing's body? Oh, my God. Hope there's no horses around. But, yeah, it's uh, if you want a... Uh, I can't even really say that it's bad. It's just animated so fucking poorly. But it has all the stars. As uh, old Ichabob, as you called him, is William H. Macy. And uh, Katrina, I think that's that hoe's name. She's played by uh, the uh, Asian lady from uh, Wayne's World that I forget her name. But uh, she's in it. I think Christoph Lloyd is in it. But I could be wrong. I think he's playing the butthole of the horse, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was weird a couple times. Like the horse, it'd be a close-up and you'd just cut muffins. Tia Carrere. There you go. But then at the credits, it said, and as the horse's flatulence, Christoph Lloyd. And I was just, he's in everything. So good for him. It's worth a watch. But it is so goddamn fucking ugly looking. I had to drink so much water the next day because of how much I fucking threw up watching that fucking thing. I was dehydrated as fuck. But still, I would say it's the best one that I've talked about so far. And that's the tooth. Half of it's falling in the chin of the mask, slowly (laughs) dripping down onto my shirt. That's why I'm wearing a paint rag. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is the last year that I'm going to wear this one. uh, Probably going to start to stink. I could wash it out, but where would be the value in that? Yeah, you would be washing out memories, Tom. I know. I want it to grow spores, you see. Mold spores. (laughs) Did you watch anything else? Uh, Well, Halloween related. I watched Lady Frankenstein. In this one, Tom. Frankenstein daughter. Daughter. Frankenstein's (laughs) daughter comes back from college. So now she's a doctor, too. So, yes, we're going into the world of fiction. Suspend your belief. <laughs> Lady doctor. Back from college, and she's a doctor. Well, obviously, she was working in the cafeteria. <laughs> a doctor of foods. Um, sciences. So Frankenstein, you know, he's, like, working on, you know, reanimating 
human, the dead human, because that's what he does, you know? And uh, he's paying some uh, grave robbers. Damn, that's one of my hobbies. To bring him bodies. And uh, shit's not going right. And then finally he gets it. He makes this really shitty-looking Frankenstein come back to life. Like, they put a head application on it, and its eye is up here. on its, uh, A head application? Yeah, whatever you call it. Headpiece. Codpiece, they call it. Uh, and Frankenstein, the first thing he does, the monster, is kill Frankenstein. And then he just goes out in the village and he's killing anybody he walks into. There's this guy and this lady fucking by the river. Ooh. And, uh, he grabs lady, kills her and throws her in the river, which is a funny scene. Cause they cut away <laughs> real quick. Cause the lady's supposed to be dead, but you can tell when she's falling. She's like, Oh shit. You know? So were um, they doing some fucking or were they doing some fucking yeah. and sucking? They were doing some, uh, mainly fucking. Cause this uh. is an Italian, uh, production and the Italians, they didn't do any sucking. It's just all fucking fucking and then go to sleep. Um, yeah, so Lady Frankenstein, now she's in love with Frankenstein's buddy, but he's too old for her. So he <laughs> There's this like, village idiot that works for, for the Frankenstein castle, and she says, hey, look, you know, if we can take your brain and put it in that dude's body, then we could be together. I just can't and be with have a bigger wiener. Yeah. So that's her thing. That's she's got that going on while Frankenstein's monster is just going around the village killing people. And uh it's pretty shitty, but it's pretty entertaining. Lady Frankenstein. You can watch it. What took you eight days to finish? No, that was Gamera, but we'll get to that. (laughs) In fact, I think the running time on that Gamera is eight days. But Yeah, well, this one took me a couple of days because I'd get home and I was like, well, let me start watching something. And I'd be fucking falling asleep because I was so tired. Um, yeah, it's, it's a miracle I watch. It's a miracle I'm here right now, folks. <laughs> but I'm doing this for you, you guys. And because I know it makes Tom sad when we don't get to record the show. But uh, especially the Halloween spooktacular. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lady Frankenstein, I think, is a public domainer. You can watch this shit anywhere. Except in Korea. I, I think... get shot for that shit. Because I started watching it on YouTube, and then I finished <laughs> it on Tubi, but I think the, the version on YouTube is cleaner. You know, it's a... <laughs> fuck. Tubi don't give a fuck. They just throw whatever. I think Tubi is Fox, but I could be wrong. See, I was I was gonna start watching Theater of Blood, theater, but not just any theater. This one's made of blood, Tom, with Vincent Price. I found it on Tubi and I put it on, but it's not Theater of Blood. It's Teatro del Sangre, Fuck. dubbed in Spanish. What are you gonna do? Not watch? Watch it on Redbox. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> But yeah, so I watched that. Tom, what did you watch for this Halloween season? I tried to watch The Curse of the Headless Horseman. This is like 1972. It's no, no, no budget fucking 1972. So it looks like complete shit. Off the bat, I was like, fuck. 
Like he's cursed. Yeah, it's uh, it looks really fucking bad. And on top of that, not a goddamn thing happens. I watched for forty minutes. This fucking hippie, he inherits a uh, dude ranch, I guess, where they put on little shitty old west shows. And I guess fucking middle-aged house frows can fucking ride a donkey or a horse or some shit for twenty bucks. Anyways, him and his like band. Show, hey, fucking, dude. Yeah, like that, but uh, not for children's. Well, no, I guess it is like that, but they're uh, more into it. I would say it's uh, more ghost town esque. How it's set up like that, and how they're all in like costumes and shit but uh dude it's nothing nothing's happening it's just a bunch of hippies like they're fucking two of them are on stage one time like doing a cheech and chong fucking rip off skit it just fucking sucks nothing's going on in it and uh head on over to dwnproductions.net and get yourself one of those spectacular pumpkins with the glow in the dark eyes which may or may not be on the website. Probably not. Mm. Less and less on that website every day. So order while you can. Mm-hmm. And after the fucking uh, African-American Friday sale, there's going to be even less stuff on that website. So if you want something, you better place an order during the sale. And if you spend more than $200, you'll get a special free gift. Spoiler alert. It's probably gonna be a boy got wrecked. <laughs> Wipe out. Anyways, I watched the haunted pumpkin of Sleepy Hollow. That sounds good. I thought it was gonna be some church shit, Joe. <laughs> started out with like a really cheap animated logo for their production company. It was called like Porch Light. And it was a couple kids just like wholesomely sitting on a fucking porch. And then uh they're just like, Oh, I gotta get across the bridge, and then the headless horseman won't get me, and I can take refuge there in the church. And I was like, wait a minute. That was never put in any of these before. All he had to do was cross the bridge. Oh, my God. It's Senior Wishbone. That's Ichabod. But uh, it wasn't. It was just a very whatever animated uh, Halloween Legend of Sleepy Hollow adaptation. I guess uh, this takes place in Sleepy Hollow. Washington Irving's original manuscript is on display at a museum. A couple of uh, what I could only describe as Spider-Man henchmen are working at the uh, museum as janitors so they can steal the manuscript. And beat up some Chinamen. But we'll get to that. But they do. They steal the manuscript, hide it in a pumpkin that just happens to be the headless horseman's head. So it comes to life, and now it's all these people trying to get the manuscript, and it's just not good, Joe. It's not too spooktacular. The ghost of Captain Crunch is a little too friendly with these fucking kids. So I would say pass on the uh, haunted pumpkin of Sleepy Hollow. Not the not the best, Joe. 
Not the worst, but not the best. And then... Well, Tom's uh, going on to his other uh, <laughs> film. I just want to say, if you took note of what happened earlier, Tom's wearing a mask and he couldn't see. <laughs> with vision and visibility. And if you'll notice this, you know, wide area. So what you want to do is cut out, if you feel you have to wear a mask, cut out to where your eyes, you not limited you know, you don't want to get the, I don't know, uh, run over or anything. So, or just use makeups. Makeup. <laughs> I'm a Rob Zombie. <laughs> so Tom's going to a Lord of the Rings party after this. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the monsters. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking drive a dragon shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Motherfucker. <sighs> I love my wife. That's why I put her in the movie. <laughs> what other wholesome Rob Zombie things could we say? <laughs> Yoga's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. The last thing I watched was a movie called The Hollow. This is a, uh, I want to say, modern day retelling of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. However, this shit came out like 20 years ago. So it's not really modern day. So modern in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, in this one, the legend of Sleepy Hollow was real. It really happened. And the headless horseman is out to get the head of a descendant of Ichabod Crane. And it's set up like a teen slasher movie. And uh, Stacy Keach is like the crazy Ralph type character. It's like, oh, fuck, he doesn't talk like that at all. He's uh, saying Zombie? No. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm trying to remember. It's kind of a cross between a pirate and an Irish guy. It's a really weird accent he's doing. Oh, yeah. We got to get you now, wee lass. And sh it's not even like that. It's fucking very ridiculous. Not ridiculous enough to watch the fucking movie for. Come to think of it, another character had a fucking. Uh, pretty pretty offensive voice he was putting on too. Let's just say it was a white gentleman, not afflicting his voice like a white gentleman. But uh, there's some pretty funny uh, accents in here. Pretty funny trying to act, I guess. <laughs> not good. I mean, it's okay. It's uh, what you would expect, except there's really no gore. This might have been like some fucking made-for-TV movie or something. Not sure, but uh, it's better than Jacko. So there's that, but, you know, that's that's not saying much there, Joe. Yeah, it's ain't a fucking thing. Um, mm. So in all these that you watched, what's the consensus on, on 
the headless horseman what's he doing i mean why is he doing all this shit i guess he was like an old he was on the wrong side in the war and he made a deal with the devil and uh he got his head taken off by an old cannonball so now he roams the land looking for a head when yeah. he should just roam the land looking for head that's, that's what, what I the, yeah that's what they said in the wishbone thing that he was looking for his head it was fucking torn the fuck off by a cannon mm -hmm. and in the uh night of the headless horseman they show that so out of all of these, that's probably the one that I would say fucking watch. But dude, it is so goddamn fucking ugly looking. But I mean, that's the one, really. The Hollow was fucking okay, but it's so just mediocre and nothing really happening besides silly accents. But yeah, no really good adaptations. I didn't care for that fucking one. I know it has your boy Jeffrey Jones in it, but I'm just not a big Tim Burton fan, so I never cared for that one. Well, I mean, aside from the Wishbone one, which you didn't watch, you know what I think? I watched this one last year, too. <laughs> I think it has become one of my favorites to watch on Halloween. Um, was it mentioned? <laughs> I'd forgotten all about it, so... Uh, yeah, I recommend this one. It's on uh, YouTube all over the place. Um, there's one that, that the sound is way off on the track, so don't watch that one. You'll find that out pretty quick. But uh, And if you don't want to see Wishbone in modern day, first of all, you're an asshole, but you can fast forward through that and just watch the, uh, the adaptation part. But you'll miss out on Wishbone, man. Wishbone just cracks me up, man. He's funny. <laughs> Want some treats? He wants. Hey, you know, can I have all these tennis balls? You know, it's just you know, it's just a happy-go-lucky dog, man. Oh yeah, that sip tastes like glow-in-the-dark paint. <laughs> <sighs> Toxic. No, it's not. But it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but it is. My shit says it isn't either. Hmm. <sighs> People are talking. Yeah. The I only other thing I watched wasn't Halloween-related. I finished uh, the first season of House of the Dragons. It is very slow. It's a soap opera more than it is a fantasy, like, kill them and shit. There's occasional violence. There's some dragons, which I don't give a fuck about dragons. But, hey, they got his eye cut out with one eye. He gets his big-ass dragon, and they bite the shit or just eat the little kid. That's riding the other dragon. So spoilers ahead. That's how it ends. Okay. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Somebody does, though. And okay. somebody's pissed off at me. And fuck you. That's my <laughs> to you. Got him. <laughs> oh. So I didn't watch anything else that was... I think every Sleepy Hollow adaptation, I think we covered them all, except for the Scooby-Doo one. But we all know that's a goddamn classic worth watching. So, here we are, Joe. Yep, here we are. Just Almost at the end. Hanging out in Japan. <sighs> Thank <laughs> you.
what is this? Gamera three? Revenge of Iris. Revenge of Iris. Who the fuck is Iris? Well, we find out during the course of the movie. Uh, it takes about thirty minutes to find out, though, because uh, the first twenty twenty five mi minutes of this entry is a uh, character building and character introduction and and not a whole lot of a gamma or iris action because iris isn't around yet iris is just a fucking egg iris, well, iris is like was the cat originally was it mm -hmm. that was the name of her cat oh okay and she had such little fucking respect for that dead cat she just named the next pet she got iris like fucking santa's little helper snowball too Whatever the fuck they did in The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Fucking pickle kissing prick. So, yeah, this one focuses on a little girl that uh, her parents were killed the last time or in the first movie of this incarnation of uh, Gamera where he fights Gaos. And, uh, yeah, her parents died because this shows like, yeah, Gamera's helping out, but man, fucking buildings are getting torn down and like debris falling. There's probably people in those buildings and people are probably dying because of Gamera. So I thought that was cool that they're acknowledging that, that Gamera, yeah, thanks for helping us with Gaios. Never mind the thousands of people that you killed doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, and this one, it comes off as Gamera doesn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Gamera's in this movie very little. You and know, when he is, he's extra spooktacular. More spooktacular than you have ever seen him before. Yeah. Um, which was a I, questionable decision. I agree, because, <laughs> you know, he does look more monstrous, but doesn't look as cool as he did in the last one, I think. Um, but anyway, too much. Iris is this egg that people have been protecting for a long time, and it's just uh, she hatches it somehow she sticks it up her ass yeah warms it up <laughs> and then iris comes out and iris is like some energy old snail thing i don't know what the fuck it is it doesn't look good it's very cgi'd the whole thing with it iris. looks like it would be in a what's that full moon kids offshoot company they tried for a minute i don't know it looks like like Dragon Riders of Pern shit or some kind of anime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks like an anime creature or something. I mean, I fucking, I'm not an anime fan, and I could tell this fucking, I was going to say issue, but this movie is highly, highly anime influenced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's hardly any monster fighting in this. You know, they talk about it a lot. It's kind of like, oh, you know, the, the Gaos were... We're seen in Costa Rica. Oh, the Gaos attacked something in, uh, I don't know, Puerto Vallarta. Um, but you don't see any of that. It's just like this girl moping around and some scientists trying to figure out what's going on and a general trying to decide, like, well, I don't know, man. That Gamera, I don't know, man. And people running around in the subway and stuff. Uh, or was that the last movie? I don't fucking know. <laughs> That was the last one. Yeah, that one was good. This one is not. This is uh and it's long. This one is like an hour 49 minutes. And I think even if I wasn't tired, I would have been falling asleep on this one. 
This is it's just not good. It drags its fucking feet. Um, yeah, I like I said, I like that they acknowledge some of the ramifications that these monsters would have on the on the populace, but but still. Well, I liked it. I thought it was a little too long, and the uh, CGI on Iris is pretty terrible. But to be fair, the CGI on Gamma is pretty terrible. But uh, the Iris is a lot more. It does have some good elements, like dealing with the aftermath and the fucking loss, and how you would feel towards Gamera if he fucking stepped on your dad and shit. But uh, I think it has some of the best actual special effects stuff in it. Uh, like the stomping scenes and all that and the fights and shit. Like if you want to see some good Gamera fighting, which little there is, I would say check this one out for that. I would say uh, fast forward to that. <laughs> fuck the rest of the movie because it is boring. By the time you get to that fighting, you're not going to give a shit. I do. Yeah. The one thing I'll give it is it has some really cool shots. You know, it's got like some perspective shots. Like you're like the man on the street looking up at Gamera <laughs> and you can get scale from that, you know, and that's pretty cool. Um, Cause the scale is usually in those early movies, it's all fucked up. It's like, Oh, he's as tall as this building here. And then, Oh shit. He's like three times the size of that same building. So he was constantly fluctuating in size, but uh yeah, there's there's some scenes that look good, but man, it's not enough for me. It's, it's just <laughs> it was boring. I mean, to be fair, after I watched this, and I, it was hard keeping my eyes open and everything. I fucking went and took a nap, so maybe it does have that effect. There's some kind of fucking visual tryptophan in the movie or mm-hmm. some shit, but uh. Yeah, I definitely went and took a took an old nap after this. If someone could edit these fucking three movies down into like a two-hour thing, I think that would be fucking awesome. But you'd have to have like some weird fucking thing to explain why Gamera looks totally different in the third one. Yeah, so, so we got one more, right? Yes. Gamera super fucker or something? Gamera the Brave. The Brave. I remember it being okay, but I think this is another one for kids. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry I picked this. I mean, <laughs> you know, I can say I've seen them all now after next week, but uh, god damn. <laughs> this has been rough. I'd rather go watch all the Hellraisers again. Oh, shit. Well, I don't know if I would, but you know, that's why, that's why we're all different, Joe. Yeah, we are. It's our differences that make us special. Mm. Oh, and in this camera one, I forgot to uh, mention that uh, we're the monsters. Yeah. That, that's also part of this camera one. Mm-hmm. Fucking pricks. And that stone girl is back again. Yeah, not doesn't look as high. I guess the rest of her face kind of filled out a little bit. Yeah, she grew out of it. (laughs) Good for you, kid. Uh Don't do drugs. So, Joe, you obviously like Spider-Man. I do. And this (laughs) week we're covering Giant Size Spider-Man's number two. As we mentioned last time, we covered a Giant Size Spider-Man's. This was supposed to be like a... 
like a Marvel team up type thing, special like every month or whatever. But they fucked something up, so they turned it into just well, yeah, fucking. We'll give these things their own special and do a, a main story, and then we'll throw a reprint in the back of it. But this time, <laughs> Spider Man's meets up with Shang Chi. The, and master the masters of the universe of kung fu, and unlike giant size Spider Man's number one, he actually meets up with him. He doesn't doesn't bump into him <laughs> on a boat. Like, oh, excuse me, and then that's it. That's their whole interaction. No, this time they're brought together by a devious plot of <laughs> Fu Manchu. For those of you that have read Shang Chi, which know is that, one of you. He's the villain because he is uh, Shang Chi's father, you know. And mm. uh, this is like licensed material. This is Sax Romer's the series of novels of, of Fu Manchu and this other dude that's chasing him around. I don't know how Marvel got away with this, uh, but they do give credit to Sax Romer at the beginning. I don't know if they were throwing him bucks or whatever, but anyway. Starts out with Spider-Man swinging around, you know, and he's just swinging around, sees some guys, like, causing some trouble, like, breaking into a museum and stealing shit. And these are karate dudes. Karate dudes with throwing stars and nunchucks. And one dude almost kicks Spider-Man's ass with the nunchucks. (laughs) Not just any dude. But the Disco Godfather. That's right. <laughs> he had a soul brother. With it's like the jumps. Disco Godfather wearing a variation of Galactus's costume. <laughs> yeah. Real goofy. Kangish. Real goofy shit. So, you know, it, we flash to uh, Fu Manchu and like, hey, this is his part. Because uh, one of the guys says no we work for shang chi you know he's gonna destroy this uh i don't know he's gonna destroy this warehouse or some bullshit spider-man's well i gotta stop this shang chi guy but it was all set up by fu manchu and fu manchu's got the same kind of bamboozle his son shang chi because there's a gang Spider-Man's. I don't know if you can see this here. This is what I'm supposed to be. Just like these guys. See this. Might be too bright. Whatever. I don't know. But these guys are dressed like this. And they're beating up on an old man. And they're being real racist about it. You know, because we're going to beat you up and we're going to kill you, you slant. That's what they keep saying. And this, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is a derogatory term <laughs> for Asians. So you probably don't want to say that just because you read it in a comic book. You don't want, hey, you slant, how's it going? No, don't. It's don't what do was, is referred to these days as Asian hate. Asian hate. And this, this uh, comic shows you this is nothing new. This has been going on forever and the media has finally picked up on it way to go media way to stay on top of shit um but anyway shang chi beats up these dudes and they you know the spider-man's gang so he thinks i gotta stop spider-man's with his gang here and uh so they go and 
meet up at the place that each one thinks is supposed to sabotage and they fight for a while, you know, you'd think Spider-Man's could kick this guy's ass. All he does is no karate and shit, but no, old Shang-Chi, he holds his own. They do the obligatory Marvel fight and then figure out, Hey, we were duped. Let's go fucking kick your daddy's ass. They go and they fight a sumo wrestler and they <laughs> fall down an elevator or escalator or something. And Shang-Chi gets away. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't know if I read a uh, worn copy of this issue, but uh, Shang-Chi was colored a certain way. So they, <laughs> uh, they color Fu Manchu like a yellowish tint. And Shang-Chi, and this is like in all his comics, they color him like an orangish yellow. You know, it's it's a it's a bit racist. And he kind of he's kind of drawn more as like a uh, Native American mm-hmm. or an Indigenous American composed of like or opposed right. to because like they wanted him to have mass appeal. You know, they wanted all. <laughs> Oh, Marvel true believers. They're not gonna they're not gonna like somebody that looks like Fu Manchu. Let's make him uh, come look on. Like minorities, minorities, minority. Yeah. Oh um this issue is okay. You know, as far as Spider-Man's comics go, this was all right. And Ross Andrew, which is not a artist I'm particularly fond of, he's got some panels in here where <laughs> shit, that looks pretty good. You know, Spider-Man's doing some weird poses and, like, jumping around all crazy. And it's like, man, he's been pretty stiff for the past 139 issues. (laughs) This looks pretty good. So, I would recommend Giant Size Spider-Man's number. (laughs) I wouldn't. It's extremely racist. It is. You know, I don't think any... Slants would appreciate this <laughs> issue for sure. Sorry, I just I just can't recommend it, Joe. Hey, Joe, you like lists? I've been known to have a list or two, and yeah, I just made this one within the past hour. All right. Well, I didn't this think is- you were going to have a list, so I didn't make one. Well, that's okay. We don't need to do a list then. What's your list, Joe? Let's hear it. Some Tom, people like the list. Tom suggested that we do our favorite Halloween-themed songs. And uh, I didn't number this because I didn't have time for that <laughs> bullshit. But I do have a list of songs. I'd say my honorable mentions. I'm just going to call them. I'm just going to go down the list. <laughs> But I'm not going to count the honorable mentions like Tom did last week. Count? Ah, 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 ah. So at, uh, one first honorable mention, I have <laughs> fourth, the Monster Mash from Bobby Boris Pickett. How does that one go? I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld, uh, I don't know, something sight. In eerie sight. Yeah, and some bitches coming. Yeah, good song. Good song. Then I have Thriller by Vincent Price. 
Because it's a threat. No, that's like more some molesting guy. The midnight hour is close at hand. Yeah. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. Yeah, so Vincent Price wrote that one. Good guy, good guy. Then I have from Alice Cooper, Feed my Frankenstein. I only like this song because it says Frankenstein. <laughs> Stupid song. Alice Cooper is a fucking cheese bar, right? Okay. Yeah, he is. Okay. <laughs> I can never get into that fucking shit. So the next one, and this would, if I was uh, counting them or putting them in order, would be high on my list or low on my or like within the top three anyway. And this is uh, Andrew Gold's classic. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. You know that one, Tom? I do. It's a good one. I heard it last year. Then, from Iron Maiden, I have Fear of the Dark. Fear of the Dark. I have a phobia that someone's always there. And those, Tom, are my honorable mentions all right hold on quick i'm gonna hold on quick ah fuck my goddamn nose itches joe i think i have enough here to make a fucking list Let's see who we got we got steve barry jordan nunn jesse reese all right, they will be in no fucking order. Jake but, Tapp, uh, all in the chat. I have a list. I will say Slasher Dave just came out with a new fucking uh, Halloween album. I think it's called Halloween Howls. I've been fucking going around. It's going, because <laughs> there's a fucking song on there called uh, Cassette Tape Cackles, I think. And uh, I've been romping around the shop like an idiot, just going, because <laughs> I'm a fucking dope. But anyways, Joe, in no particular order. Number 10. Wait, so you're not doing honorable mentions or just going to number 10? No, I don't. Ha I have 10 that I wrote on the back because I usually okay. make, make a list of stuff. Okay, at number 10, and mine also are in no particular order. I have from Screamin' Jay Hawkins. I'll put a spell on you because you're mine. <laughs> 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 Screamin' it's Jay Hawkins, y'all. Pretty good. Uh, my number 10, I guess, would be... Uh, Candy Apples and Razor Blades by uh, Halfbreed. Let me see if I can remember anything. Uh, I got the new shit. Candy Coated Apples is ready for distribution. Something, 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 something. So, no, I really can't. But it's Candy Apples and Razor Blades. Candy Apples and Razor Blades. Good stuff. It's about hurting the children. That's the greatest <laughs> joke of all was the joke played on the children. Fuck them kids. Happy Halloween. 
Number nine-ish. I have from Rocky Erickson. I walked with the zombie. I walked with the zombie. I don't remember if that's the way it goes or not, if that's the melody. <laughs> like, all these songs are just jumbled in my head right now. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, number nine, I have uh, Wicked Halloween. By the insane clown posse. See if I can remember this. My hand popped up out of the dirt, crawling out with broken limbs. It don't even hurt. My limbs don't work. They're rusty, dry. A millipede made its home in my eye. I'll get by to the week of Halloween. I'm Halloween, howling. Stray dogs following me. That's about as far as I'll go on that. Well, that's good enough, Tom. That Thank is you. good enough. What number is this? Eight. Seven. Okay, I'm on seven. <laughs> okay. At number seven, I have the Howlin' Wolf classic. Billy superstitious, but the black cat just crawls my trail. And then he says that again because in the blues songs, you say things twice. <laughs> Before you move on to the next line, you see. Uh, I have Every Halloween, again, by the Insane Clown Potsy. And uh, it's about fake motherfuckers only celebrating Halloween once a year. While for other people, Halloween is every fucking day. And I'm not sure... How good that is, Joe. Because as a person that Halloween is every day for, the day does not seem special at all. It just seems like another fucking day. But luckily, now that it's mine and Lori's anniversary, then it'll feel like a special day. Because if it was just Halloween, not really just another fucking day. I like it. Then again, we give out candies to the kitties. <laughs> Yeah, they're not allowed to come to my house. I know, you got that sign. <laughs> I'm just there snapping that rubber band on his wrist. <laughs> Next one. Number seven. I think. I don't know. I'm kind of lost on the count. But anyway, my next one. From Watermelon Slim. Halloween Mama. She don't need no costume when she's out on Halloween. And because it's a blue song, she don't need no costume <laughs> when she's out on Halloween. She take off a mask, scare people like you never seen. <laughs> Halloween Mama. Another one by the insane clown Patsy. It's Halloween on military. And it goes a little fuck. Damn it. Another Halloween. 
another Halloween. People on military know what this means. Houses on fire, they're blowing up cars. Creatures on the streets and razor blades and candy bars. Because it's a joke on the children. Happy Halloween. Now you go. I think we're at five. I don't know what number we're on. <laughs> but but I know that this song is on my list. And that's Buck Owens with <laughs> It's a Monster's Holiday. Frankenstein was the first in line and the wolfman come up next. Dracula was doing his stuff, breathing down my neck. <laughs> it goes on and on with the other monsters and what they're doing, you know, at this holiday party. <laughs> Who was the last in line? Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> Wrestling empowerment. Say what's up to Rankin and or Bass and Wishbone. <laughs> oh, that Wishbone. I need a mask. The mask of a killer. I need a mask. The mask of a killer. That is the mask by the House of Uncrazies. They were crazy at one time, but now they're uncrazy. Because of medication and full frontal lobotomies. Now it's your turn. Next I have classic from Bobby Bear. And this one's Mare Laveau. Down in Louisiana where the black tree grow. Liz a voodoo lady named Marie Laveau. Goes on and on talking about how Marie Laveau will like put a curse on you and then Boom! Another man gone down. <laughs> well, next up, I have A Pumpkin's Tale by Slasher Dave. Go search DWN Productions Halloween Special. Give it a listen. Or better yet, just search Slasher Dave, A Pumpkin's Tale, so he can get the ad money from it. Or go to DWNProductions.net and watch the video. I hope to have it up there tomorrow. Why I didn't do it sooner, I don't know. I've just been fucking busy. But tomorrow, I do plan on putting the video on YouTube so no, or on uh, Facebook so you don't have to click off the actual site while you're scrolling and playing with your wiener to people who you would like to rape and or murder. Joe, what do you got next? Uh, before I go to my next one, one that didn't quite make the list... Sorry, Slasher Dave, but I had a long list and I scratched them out. Uh, is Sabbath of the Undead from Acid Witch. Um, so if you like the Slasher Dave stuff, you might like the uh, Acid Witch. It's kind of two different stuff. But this one has that kind of cross-pollination, I guess <laughs> you call it. But uh, yeah, so anyway, next on my list is uh, from the Edgar Winter Group. Frankenstein. This one doesn't have any lyrics. It's just a musical piece. It goes. Dun 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 dun. 
A lot of organ cool shit, and you know, I don't love playing the organ. Maybe just because it's called Frankenstein, I think of Frankenstein walking when I hear this song. And then I have Slasher Dave featuring Alazuli Lu. One tombs creep open. Beware, Halloween is here when the tombs creak open and the dead appear. So grab a pumpkin and candle, make sure it's bright, because no jack-o'-lantern can save you tonight. Beware. <laughs> Next time, I have the classic... From Wesley Willis, Vampire Bat. Once upon a time, a man was attacked by a vampire bird. He was sucked to death. The vampire bird killed him at last. Vampire Bat. Vampire Bat. Vampire Bat. Vampire Bat. Vampire Bat. Fucking Wesley Willis. <laughs> it seems like it'd be a pretty good way to go, though. You know, <laughs> getting sucked to death. I have another one by Slasher Dave called Black Magic. It reminds me of the Phantasm theme. Good stuff. And I happen to be wearing a Phantasm shirt that I got from FastCustomShirts.com. Also from Fast Custom Shirts. <laughs> that was probably the fastest, most custom shirt you've ever made. Pretty quick. <laughs> this mask was also once a shirt. Next on my list, I have from Danny Jacob, My Undead Mummy and Me. And this was a song from uh, the Phineas and Ferb show. Let me tell you about my buddy. He's a thousand years old. He's wrapped in bandages and covered in mold and debris. My undead <laughs> mummy and me. Or as I like to call it, debris. Debris. <laughs> and my final one is from the fine folks at Oh the Horror, and it is Halloween 365. It's about Halloween being 365 days a year, you know. <laughs> and shit like that. I just don't want to wake up everybody in the house now. So, I don't know, maybe I overcounted, maybe you undercounted, but <laughs> my final one, which just so happens to be, I guess, number one, is Lady Evil from Black Sabbath. There's a place just south of Witch's Valley, <laughs> where they say the wind won't blow, and they only speak in whispers of a name. <laughs> 
Rest well, in peace, sure Ronnie you can James. Do more than that, you know the song. I do, I do. <laughs> That's all we have time for today, folks. So uh, tune in next week for. Oh, I didn't even think of that shit. God damn. Well, tune in next week for a mystery list. Mystery list. It's always a mystery. <laughs> Rest in Hope peace, Ronnie James Dio. And Wishbone and Rankin and or Bass and everybody else. I hope everybody. Not you, Stanley. <laughs> I hope everybody has a safe and spooktacular Halloween. Ah, tricks, no treats. I would say head on over to dwnproductions.net and buy something, but why would you buy a mask in November when I already told you the African American Friday sale is coming? So, for the love of fun, put it in order then, but you don't need t-shirts especially the work of the fall festivals and holiday gatherings work they get t-shirts yeah what tom said uh fastcustomshirts.com hey i'm gonna be in houston if you're out there come and see me buy some shirts go say hi to Corey feldman or whatever uh fastcustomshirts.com hey seriously have a happy halloween whatever you do be careful. Don't run over no kids or anything. Uh, stay safe. Make sure everybody around you is safe. Save me the paydays because I like those. Those are really good. Boy, yeah. <laughs> Big Halloween.